If you're interested in supporting this podcast, just go to patreon.com under Jason Gallant. Get mantra and meditation mp3s at jasongallant.ca. Today I'd like to talk about heart. I talk about heart a lot. And heart is a continual journey because it is so experiential. It has nothing to do with logic. It has nothing to do with thoughts or ideas or religion or dogma. It has to do with this innermost natural state that is the ultimate humility before the universe, the ultimate surrender. Now today I'd like to talk to you about if there is no heart, there is definitely no spiritual realization. Now the reason why I'm talking about this is that I recently was around a few people Some of them were very spiritual. And the one that would say, and I won't say he or she, but the one that would say that he or she is not very realized at all or doesn't really know anything, they just are constantly working on their own stuff or being here or treading through their own illusion in some way. But they're they're always owning their own projections. And, And you could see that this person was functioning by a different paradigm that this person was not looking for a way of measuring everyone and everything. They were just doing the work. And the funny thing is, is that out of this group of people, I would say this person had the highest spiritual realization. Although this person would say that that's absolutely not true, that he or she is at the lowest part of the totem pole and, and there's plenty more for them to go. Now this is the heart. This is the way the heart works. It, it is very much devotional to life, devotional to the process of the spiritual path. It is not about measuring, judging, and then looking to compensate for the fire that is in the house. So many people have a fire in their own house and they're seeking to take a host to everyone else's house instead of their own. So this is where the opposite paradigm was also (laughs) experienced, (laughs) where I had the blessing of seeing a gigantic spiritual ego, the biggest spiritual ego I've ever seen, actually. It was amazing. It took up, well, let's just say there wasn't really enough room in a small town for it. (laughs) And this person would go around with their spiritual ego and project all of their own issues and all of the things that they are not willing to surrender to onto other students, other people, and then just say, after the abuse was done, oh, you need to process your own stuff. This is like the religious people that twist religious teachings around in order to get away with abuse of others. This is, this is the, really the same thing. And this process does go on. It's the wrestling match between the ego and the heart. The ego says, I want to understand. I want to understand, but I don't want to experience. The heart says, I wish to experience all that there is, so that way the divine experience can be mine. But it starts at home. It starts with surrendering to what is within you. Not with you projecting your misunderstandings around teachings. 
So many people can quote every single scripture, they can quote everything that was ever said, but they have little understanding of what it really means. The fact is, is that when somebody tells you about what is necessary in order to do something, that is different than having the experience of what you are doing. The experience, you see? It's not about a thought, it's not about an idea, it's not about understanding through your head. It's not about coming up with the rules to the universe, the 10 easy steps to become enlightened or the 10 easy steps to experience all of life. It's, it's more about an ultimate immersion into something that is beyond what you know, that is so real, so in your face. So some students will argue back and forth with teachers too. The ones with the big spiritual egos, they'll, they'll start twisting the words around and saying, oh, well, I'm everything, you're everything, we're all everything without that actually being the experience. If you're speaking like this and it's actually your experience when you're deep in meditation, you've become everything, then it is truth. But when you're speaking because you're repeating a story, that is just a thought and that is keeping you locked in your identification. Now, the other thing that happens with the spiritual ego is that the level confusion comes in because the truth is we are not everything not on the physical level, because if we are everything, then try jumping off a bridge and flapping your arms and just be a bird, be a bird and see what happens. Obviously, there will be a problem with that. You're not a bird on this level, you are a human body. This is what you have, this is the vehicle you ride around on. And if you do not accept the limitations of that, you will reap the repercussions. So there's a certain amount of insanity that goes along with the spiritual ego. It twists all of the concepts around to maintain itself, never surrendering into the heart. Never surrendering to the deep pain that is there underneath that monster of an ego. <clears throat> there could be massive amounts of anger there. Massive amounts of grief, anxiety, shame. Many things can be driving the spiritual ego, but if a person is not open to truly healing, they will go around misunderstanding the concepts, never taking their experience deeper. Now, the reason why I'm speaking about this is that I'm really speaking about the path of the heart. The path of the heart is not about being right or wrong. It's about surrender. It is about continually surrendering to whatever is within you. Now that does not mean that you take abuse from other people as they're just poking and prodding and abusing you. <laughs> you may process your grief around somebody not liking you and wanting to abuse you. Maybe you'll be with that in meditation, but that does not mean that you will sit there and take their abuse. You may fight back or you may just walk out of the room. That is also the path of the heart. Now the beauty about your experience, when you are no longer afraid, when you have the courage to take your experience deeper, then truth starts to move in your life where you start to have a resonance with this. And when you are ultimately in truth, then you are self-realized. When you are absolutely, totally imploded, your ego is gone, 
and then something new emerges, the new I. That is very much in resonance with truth, or more so. I mean, there is ancestral karma in the physical body. There are echoes of genetic suffering that are there. But you are not driven by the ego as the same before. So this is another thing that I wish to talk about. There are the spiritual ego students that will try to mimic the self-realized ones. They'll say, this is what this self-realized one did. He said this, he did that, or she did this, she did that. That means I can do that. But you see, the motive of the self-realized one, when they have all of their, let's just say, spiritual senses turned on, there's a much different reason of why they did what they did. They weren't doing something from suffering. They were moving in alignment with truth. And when you are in the ego, when you are not self-realized, most of what you're doing is based on misidentification and the suffering that is keeping it in place. If anything is driven by your pain, driven by your suffering, then it is not the movement of truth. And as this gets more subtle, it may come to you in the form of an urge or an impulse. So to say that there is no truth moving through you would not be accurate. There, of course, is truth moving through everyone and everything at all times. It's just that it's good to be cautious when you know that you're still stuck in your suffering, no matter how subtle. So to prevent the spiritual ego trap from happening to you, continually expand your inner awareness of what is driving you. Why do you do what you do? Don't look to the world to fix your suffering. Seek awareness and surrendering to what you are aware of within. And this will pay big dividends in the long run on your spiritual journey. If you wish to keep the spiritual ego, well, that's fine, but you will be forever trapped in your suffering. You're not progressing in that moment. Because an ego is an ego. It doesn't matter if it's spiritual or an ego around something else, some other skill set, some other identification. Father, mother, cousin, brother, <laughs> doesn't matter what you heavily identify with. If you are trapped in that and you are suffering, then surrender to the forces within is the path. Continue to open the heart. Even when no one's looking, just, just open the heart. If your ego can't bear somebody else to see you open the heart, just open the heart on your own then. <laughs> just sit in meditation, open it up. And what I mean by open is just feel. And just know that everything is okay. At some point, every student has to go beyond concepts and turn those concepts into experience not thinking about experience. The irony is, the person that is trapped in the spiritual ego will have a lot of questions, constantly asking questions, but they don't want the answers. Because what they're truly seeking 
is a deeper experience. So I hope this helps you on your spiritual journey. Take care for now. If you want to support this channel on Patreon, just go to patreon.com under Jason Gallant.